Have you ever thought about how your mindset is a habit? I know if you've listened to me before, you've heard this. If you're new here, I'm Dr. Amanda Variantes. I'm the founder of NFA Coaching and the host of this podcast, Max Potential Habits. Every week I come to you with tips, tools, and strategies, inspirational interviews to help you optimize your habits so you can thrive in life and business. This week I'm super psyched to talk to you about the top five lessons I learned in 2019, the top five mindset habits I learned in 2019. I learned all kinds of lessons and mindset was really powerful. How to master my mindset, how to teach other people how to master their mindset, how mindset is a habit. So that's what we're going to talk about today. If you've been a loyal listener for 2019, this is the second year now of this podcast. Not the full second year, but I'm moving into 2020, which is the next iteration of this podcast. And something I've come to learn since starting is who my audience is and what I want to bring to the table. And I, the reason that I love habits is because you have the power to transform through your habits. You have the power to create whatever you want through becoming a master of your habits. And mindset is a habit. So when I look at the beliefs that I have about myself, other people, and my environment, that's my mindset. So it's habitual thoughts about myself, other people, and the environment. These can be conscious and unconscious. So your mindset determines all of your reality, and that's one of the top lessons, and I'll talk to you about those. I just want you to know that the reason that I come here every week is because I'm inspired and I'm driven to be here for you, to bring you actionable strategies that actually help you on a practical level change your life and your business so you can get where you want to go. Ultimately, I'm a mindset, habits, and vision coach. I help people get masterful with their mindset, overcome fears, doubts, blocks, insecurities, anything that's holding them back, and so that they can shift their habits and become masters of their habits, optimize their habits so that they can manifest and fulfill their vision. That's what I'm bringing to you each and every week so that you can power up, level up, love your life, fulfill your vision, live your inspired values, live your inspired purpose. Now, of course, Most of my people are business builders and business owners because that's who I work with in my coaching. If you're not a business owner or a business builder, that's awesome too. But ultimately, that is what I'm here for. That is what you are here for. You keep coming back each week because that's what I'm bringing you. And I would really love to hear from you. I'd love to know what you want to hear more of, uh, any feedback you have about the podcast. Share it if it's vibing with you, if you're resonating with it and it's bringing you gifts each week. I would be so incredibly grateful for you to subscribe, leave reviews, share it with your friends. One of my big goals is to reach 5 million people through NFA coaching and this podcast is one of those ways that I'm inspired to do that. And I love being here. I tell people all the time that podcasting for me is something that I was really, really inspired by because when I was on food stamps, I didn't, I didn't know ways to come up with money at the time to hire high and high level coaches. I really didn't have it. You know, five thousand dollars at the time for me was more than a quarter of my income. I was making less than twenty thousand dollars a year. I was on food stamps, feeding my kids as I made my way through grad school, and podcasts were a free version a free place where I could access knowledge and grow and learn and work on myself. So podcasts for me have been 
life-altering. So that's why I love doing this. I love giving you free information. You know, if, obviously, if you want to work with me, go to my website, nfacoaching.com, and apply to uh, apply and set up a free consult. There's tons of free stuff there. There's also group co coaching options that are less expensive, and. I bring this free tool to you every week because I know that not everybody can find the money at the current moment to do that or hasn't figured out ways to do that. And that's okay. Listen to the free podcast. I'm on YouTube. I'm on IGTV, Instagram, all those places. I want to reach everyone who wants to hear what I have to teach. So let's get to what I want to share with you today. I love to sit down and reflect on my year and really look at the growth opportunities from all the lessons that I experienced over the course of the year. That takes time for refl reflection, <laughs> excuse me. So make sure you go back and look at last year and think what were the top lessons that I learned. This is a really powerful way for you to grow, reflect, and look at what's working, what's not working, look at gratitude for the lessons that you experienced. So that is what I did this morning in my journaling and my meditation. And I thought, what do I want to bring to my listeners today? And I thought, you know, I want to share my top five growth lessons in mindset specifically. So again, the definition of mindset is a habitual collection of beliefs and thoughts about yourself, others, and, and your environment. So number one, my thoughts create my reality. This one's really powerful. What you focus on expands and your thoughts create your reality. So this is both conscious and unconscious thoughts. Your unconscious and conscious thoughts lead to your feelings. Your feelings lead to action or inaction and those actions lead to outcomes. Those actions or inactions lead to outcomes. So we're thinking thoughts, feelings, outcomes. Thoughts, feelings, outcomes. So your mindset, the way that you believe, what you believe about yourself and the world, the thoughts that you have about yourself and the world matter so much. I, you know, some of the, the reality around this really happened for me when I started to realize that my thoughts create my reality. I started to, what I focus on expands and I started to implement it on a daily basis and I was, I was very in awe of how it works. <laughs> so I want you to start thinking about your, I want you to start thinking about reflecting on and noticing your thoughts. Become conscious of your thoughts. So part of self-mastery and mindset mastery is just awareness. That's one of the first steps, right? So when you think my thoughts create my reality, if you don't like your outcomes and you're looking around and you're thinking like, I don't like this, I don't like this, I like this, that's you beginning from a thought space. So one action step I want you to take in order to become a master of your mindset is to do everything you can to start to understand your thinking. This means listening to podcasts, reading, uh, watching YouTube, going to seminars and workshops specific on mindset. So mindset is a powerful, powerful tool. I really, in the ultimate grand scheme, would probably call myself a panpsychist, which panpsychists really believe that your thoughts create your reality. I really believe that some of the greatest thinkers of all time, that's their foundational philosophy beliefs and when you start to realize that then you have a magic wand tool to create whatever you want so I want you to start thinking about how important it is to align your beliefs with the outcomes that you want this isn't 
always an easy process. This, this phrase is simple, right? My thoughts create my reality. First, do I believe that? And if I do, step forward and realize that if you're sitting in a negative space and you're hyper-focusing on the negative, you're going to create more negative. If you're focusing on things that are what you want to create, aligned with a vision in the future, aligned with what you are, you believe you're capable of, what you believe you deserve, and you start moving in that direction, that's going to expand. And we can take this at the simplest level. If you look at, you know, you're, you're all day thinking about getting sick. Everyone's around you is sick and you're thinking, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to get sick. Oh no, I'm going to get sick. Oh crap. I'm, uh, and you start worrying and worrying about it. You start to feel your glands swell up and you actually start to get sick. Okay. So I've spent this year, I'm around people all the time. My kids get sick and I've had the lots of people in my life get sick. I haven't gotten sick at all this year. I I'll start to get a sickness and then I use my tools of my mind to go, okay, what's going on here? Where am I misaligned? And what do I want to create? Do I want to dive into the sickness? Do I not want to dive into the sickness? <laughs> I know this sounds challenging, but it's really powerful to start to recognize your thoughts. So start thinking, am I focusing on everyone who's sick around me or am I focusing on my health? So it's a simple shift. Just start focusing on your health. Focus on what you want to create. If you're focusing on your debt, you're going to get more debt. If you're focusing on creating opportunities to make more money, you're going to get more opportunities to make more money. So just try it out this week. Start noticing what you're focusing on. Write it down. I always talk about how powerful journaling is. So start writing it down. What are you focusing on? What are those habitual thoughts that you keep thinking, the beliefs that you keep reinforcing about yourself and the world around you? That's going to expand. So simple tool, what your thoughts create your reality. Number two, I expand to the level of my vision. This has been so big for me this year. So the degree of clarity about your vision determines the speed of its fulfillment. I'll say it again. The degree of clarity about your vision determines the speed of its fulfillment. So what does this take first? Get clear about your vision right? So your action step I want you to take, get clear about your vision and spend time meditating on it every single day. And then as you fulfill it, keep expanding upon it. So let's talk more about this. The reason that I say this one was a big lesson for me is because as I've up leveled from food stamps to creating a six figure business and you know, my next goal is a seven figure business, I go, okay, my level of my expanded vision originally, when I was in grad school, I was making, I mean, my paycheck would clear sometimes $1,600 a month. My rent was $1,400. I live in Boulder, Colorado, and that was in subsidized housing. So I, with the rest, I borrowed student loans, and I also was on food stamps, and I hustled. I worked extra jobs. I took on extra research positions and all these things. And when I was in that space, I remember having the thought all the time, if I could just make $4,000 a month, I was like, that would be life altering. And my first goal stepping into coaching was like, oh, $5,000 a month. Like really, that was like, I would, that would change my reality hugely. Once I manifested that and did the work to get there, you know, so I had the vision. I was like, I want $5,000. What's it going to take? I got into action. I had the belief I could do it. I got into action and I manifested it. Then my vision shifted. I was like, well, what if I could make $6,000? Hmm. I started to think about that. And then I, when I stepped into 2019 and I became a full-time coach, I wasn't teaching anymore at the university. And 
I was like, okay, I'm going to set it high as a stretch that I'm not sure is possible. And it scares me to say it out loud. But for 2019, my goal is to break six figures in my business. And, and that was my first year of business. And that is by far the most money that I've ever made in my life, especially in a year. You know, I've, it, over the course of years, of course, I've made $100,000 through teaching and all those other things over the years. But I've never made, I don't think I've ever made more than $40,000 in a year myself. You know, I've been married, I was married for a long time and combined income, if you count all that, that's a different story. But on my own, in my own income, I had never made more than that. So this was a big breakthrough for me. And it took me up-leveling my vision. And as I up-level my vision, I fulfill it, right? So I get into action. I first have the thought, then I have the belief, and then I get into action and I fulfill it. So the level of my expansion is dictated and determined by the level of my vision. So I want you to get really clear what's your vision and do you believe it's possible and and then take strategic daily action to fulfill it and then when you get to that next level then up level your vision and then do it again and you'll start to notice that you'll have exponential growth and you'll have exponential shifts in the what you think is possible so we tend to take action and set our goals based on what we think is possible and what based on what we've experienced before so i want you to get into that stretch zone of like ooh this is a stretch i'm not sure i can fulfill this but it's just a little bit above what i think is possible start there fulfill it and then you'll be like whoa that is totally possible i fulfilled that now let's expand to the next level and it'll start to exponentially grow to where all of a sudden you're going like you know for me this year in the middle of the year is like i want to impact five million people and it terrified me to say it but i totally 100 percent believe that's possible now i'm like absolutely no doubt in my mind that vision will happen I think I will reach far beyond that. So when and when once I get to the five million, I'll go next, right? Now I believe it's possible to make a million dollars a year in my business and break the seven figure mark. So I'm expanding my vision. Whereas two years ago, no way in hell would I have thought that was possible. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't have seen an avenue, I wouldn't have seen opportunities coming. So my as I expand the level of my vision, I create more, I fulfill more. So that was number two. I expand to the level of my vision. Number three, money comes as I ask, believe, and receive. Woo! This is a big one. Money comes as I ask, believe, and receive. First, I want you to ask yourself, what specific amount of money do you want to manifest? And get specific and do not make a pie in the sky one that you don't believe at all. I don't want you to go if like right now you're making five bucks an hour. I don't want you to go, I want to make $10 billion a week or a month or a year, whatever. I want to be a multi-multi-billionaire because your being already knows that that's bullshit. Okay, so go back to episode 57 and listen to competing commitments if that's the way that you're thinking. I want you to set a realistic ask that's a stretch realistic ask, right? So what specific amount of money? I want you to start small and think, what's a specific amount of money I could manifest this week? Let's even start with 20 bucks, just so you start to see this in action. If you're new to manifesting your vision, 
it, it takes belief in it and buy-in. So you could start even with a cup of coffee. I listened to a really cool podcast this year where this uh, real estate investor had gone from being homeless and then he read, he watched The Secret or I think he read the book and he was like, this is some BS. <laughs> and so he actually started implementing it to prove it wrong and it started to work and he went from being homeless to a billionaire. And I can't remember the period of time. It was like, I think it was 10 or 15 years he went from homeless to billionaire. But hey, start today. 15 years from now, you can be a billionaire using these strategies. So what would, are you willing to do that? Let's ask that. So start small, start with a cup of coffee, start with an amount of money, start with like, oh, this week I wanna somehow create $100 more into my life and see what happens. Maybe you'll get a tax return that you didn't expect. Maybe your mom will call you and say, I wanna take you out to a dinner and it ends up costing $100. Something along those lines, when you start to believe it, so you, you ask for it, you receive it, you believe it and you receive it. So money comes as I ask, believe and receive. So you have to then think, am I, do I believe this is possible? So if you get stuck in those unconscious blocks where you say one thing and do another, listen to com competing commitments in episode 57. That'll help you understand what I'm talking about. And then are you willing to receive the gifts? So for me, something that, that I got really stuck on in the beginning of the year and as I was building my business, which I'm sure if you're listening and you're an entrepreneur or a business builder, this happens all the time. We set a goal, we have fears, we might not set the goal high enough, we get scared, we set it too high, we realize it's fantastical. It's all an adjustment process, right? Building a business is a journey and a process. And, and so then we go, okay, what what amount is it that I really want to create? I'm going to set the vision and it's it sounds like a stretch. So one of mine was that I wanted to have a $20,000 month. And I visualized it so clearly, like I saw it saw it like I saw the numbers I saw I saw it I thought about how it would make me feel um, when I opened my website it shows me my last 30 days of income and and I knew I was like December by December 31st 2019 I want to see $20,000 in that number and at the time that I said this and created and thought it and about this happening I thought I have no freaking clue how that's gonna happen I really didn't know I hadn't I wasn't there yet in my business I had I just had started I was just bringing on clients and it happened I mean and I celebrated so big time the day it happened because I was like holy moly how is this possible and I I mean I visualized it every single day so you don't always have to know the hows if you know the why, the hows take care of themselves. Trust that part. And remember that money comes as you ask, believe, and receive. So are you willing to receive it? Similarly, in alignment with this lesson, I was out on a hike one day and I was I was upset. I was crying. I, you know, for those of you who've listened to me for a while, you know I have a, I had a big breakup this year. I had a breakup that was big this year and very transformational and and I I didn't know what I was going to do financially because it's different to go from partnership income to ha had a household with kids, that kind of thing, single motherhood and and I, we had just moved into this big house and I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like I was scared, you know, and I really, I really almost surrendered the belief that I, I, I thought I'm going to really have to trust here. I'm going to, I'm willing to do the work. Do I believe it's possible and, and, and what's possible? And I, I decided, okay, got to coach myself here and follow and practice what I preach. And I said, okay, I'm going to ask for the specific amount. I'm going to believe that somehow it's going to happen and I'm going to be willing to receive it. So, you know, I'm crying and I was actually in a run with one, one of my dear friends and, and I said, okay, 
and I stopped, we stopped running and I said, I put my hands up in there and I was like, okay, universe, I, I'm ready to make $20,000 a month. Like I, and, and I, I, it, I just said it, it like felt right. The number felt right. I had been visualizing it in my account and I just said it. And I, and I said, I'm ready to make it. I'm willing to receive it. I'm willing to do what it takes to get there. And I'm also willing to handle the responsibilities of creating a business at that level. Cause you know, that means more clients, more assistance, more, uh, outreach, more people to work with, more energies to work with all that stuff. And so I said, I'm willing, I'm ready. And it happened so fast. I mean, really it did. When I put those things in alignment, it happened so fast. So I want you just to start practicing with something small, uh, like a cup of coffee, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, something like that. Okay. And I want you to think, what's the specific amount? Do you believe it's possible? Are you willing to receive it? So one really cool action on top of that to take is to make a money map. So if you if money asks, money comes as you ask for it, you believe and receive it, let's make a money map for an extra $1,000. If you had $1,000 extra right now, what would you do with it? Make it, plan it out and spend every penny of it on the map. Just write down a piece of paper, write $1,000 and then write exactly what you will do with it and start focusing on it. Start thinking about it. Start going like, ooh, that'll feel so good and just see what happens because when money has a pathway to come to you, it comes more consistently with more flow, more ease. It, it catalyzes the process. So try these out. I want to know how they're working for you. These are big lessons I learned this year. I'm telling you, I don't ever share anything here that I haven't tried on myself or haven't gone through, haven't worked with other people on. Like I am bringing you gold of how I've overcome big time victim mindset, big time money blocks and creating, you know, on my way to a seven figure business. That's what I want for you. I want you to have success at the level you want to have by implementing these mindset lessons and these mindset shifts, these strategies. Okay, number four, future fear kills present pleasure. Future fear kills ple present pleasure. It's kind of hard to say over and over. Um, <laughs> this is like one of those duh, be present, be present. That's kind of a, a duh moment, but it's also not because it's so freaking easy to get stuck in fear. Like everyone I work with, it, it, a big part of what we do is overcoming fear, overcoming the obstacle of your own mindset, being stuck in fear, doubt, disbelief, uh, thinking you're not good enough, thinking you aren't enough, thinking you don't have enough, thinking you're not loved enough, thinking you don't have what it takes. I mean, fear is a freaking killer and we all suffer from it. I've yet to meet one person who doesn't have fears around something. And what happens is it kills the pleasure in the moment. And when you're in fear, you are repelling opportunities away from you. When you're in fear, you are not magnetic. You are not in flow. You are not in faith. You are stuck and you are repelling and it's a repellent energy, right? So if we want to be in flow to opportunities, be it love opportunities, money opportunities, business opportunities, opportunities to feel joy, fear kills all of that. So I want you to remember future fear kills present pleasure. And the reason I say future fear is that fear is always a behavioral pattern of worrying about something that hasn't happened yet. It's a fear about something that hasn't happened yet. Maybe it's based on an unconscious belief of something that you perceived happened in the past that was bad, but you're projecting it onto the future. So I always say worrying is like praying for bad things to come your way. Worrying is praying for bad things to come your way because what you're doing is you're focusing your thoughts on a future 
fear that hasn't happened and you're creating the reality for that to happen. Because remember when I said, number one, my thoughts create my reality, what you focus on expands. So if you're fearful and you're thinking about the future being negative and bad and not enough and scarce, you're creating more of that. So th this is a big one. So I want you to go back all the way to episode number eight. And I, th I thought I titled it the overcome worry formula, but I didn't. It's, I say it's like three steps to overcome problems, I think. And it's episode number eight. And it's an overcome worry formula in three steps. And this will help you di di dilute fears in the moment and help you strategize ways to shift your mindset out of the future fears into the present moment, right? So just remember that, and I have this problem too. The reason I said this is a huge lesson for me this year was that building a new business, ending a relationship, being in the dating world, all those things have, ha I've, it's caused me to sit with my fears and go, how do I overcome my fears? What direction do I go with them? How do I be in the present moment and create my reality from my thoughts? If my thoughts are stuck in fear, I can't create an expansive future, right? So I want an expansive future. I want to fulfill my vision. I believe it can happen, but when I'm stuck in fear, it can't happen. And I get stuck there. I get stuck there all the time. I'm not saying I don't, but I use these strategies that I'm teaching you to help you get unstuck. I do these for myself. So go back and listen to eight. That'll give you a formula to overcome worry and be more present in the moment and poised, a balanced state of equilibrium so that you can move forward with flow, ease, joy, abundance. Ah, love that. Okay, number five, relationships are a spiritual journey. This was a big one for me this year. So I ended a... a a relationship that lasted seven years. It, it wasn't, we weren't together straight for seven years, but it was an ongoing entanglement for seven years. And woo, I learned a lot, a lot, a lot. This might be, uh, my dog's barking. So hang on one second because I'm going to let her out. My kids got home. <laughs> okay, I'm back. This is funny. I, I just had a client boxer me this morning. It was so awesome. He said, I heard your dog bark in your last recording and you didn't even flinch. I'm like, okay, going with it. Can't start over. Don't want to start over. So we're just going to keep going with it. Um, so as I was saying, this maybe was number one for me this year because I have had a long history of relationship challenges. Part of the reason I stepped into coaching was for relationships. I thought I was actually going to be a relationship coach because, you know, if you've been listening to me, you know that I, I ended my 15 year marriage having an affair. It was actually with this person that, that I am now disentangled from. And, and it was oh, so many lessons, so many lessons. And, you know, I, I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the skills at the time to say I wanted to leave. I, I, I left through an affair. Of course, that laid the foundation for a lot of challenges in, in that relationship. My husband, my ex-husband and I now have gotten to overcome through all the growth that I've done, that he's done. We're dear friends. He's one of my very best friends in the world. And I, he's my family. I love him immensely. And we've gotten to heal from all of that. And, you know, in this next relationship, I learned all kinds of new lessons. And, and that lesson, you know, is relationships are a spiritual journey. If you think of relationships as one of the greatest spiritual quests that you can go on, your mindset around your relationships will be completely different. If you're in a place of 
thinking that, which is where I used to be quite a long time ago, this place of almost fantastical thinking about relationships as a one-sided experience. I grew up watching a lot of soap operas and movies and, and having this belief that like, oh, relationships are just amazing, awesome, ease, joy, and you know, you find your soulmate and there's no problems. <laughs> I got a lot of lessons over the years about that, about that. <laughs> and I, I now see relationships as a spiritual journey. And what that means is that who you attract to you is going to bring up all of your wounds so that you can learn to love them and love yourself. So it's there. I mean, I could, I still love relationship coaching. I still work with most of my clients on relationships because I think that personal power tends to self love is personal power. Relationships, you know, I say my three pillars are personal power, win win relationships, and money mastery. All of those are based in mindset and habits. And, and all of that is what helps you create a thriving, rich business because when you have personal power, you know, love and trust yourself. When you know, love and trust yourself, you can have an interconnected, interdependent win-win relationship with partner, with colleagues, with affiliates, with teams, with friends, with kids, all those things, right? So relationship dynamics are incredibly powerful to know how to be a master of relationships. And, and then money similarly, you know, obviously money, I think, is an expression of our self-worth. So all of it's rooted in personal power. And for me, I used to not see relationships as a spiritual journey. I saw them as, ugh, I, I saw them so many ways, but I, I didn't realize, I had a very victim mindset and a very blaming mindset. I thought that all of the problems were someone else's. And I blamed all the outcomes from my sadness in relationship and my disconnect in relationship on the people that I was with. And I had a really hard, hard time understanding that they were going to trigger all of those wounds for me to heal. And, and the ability to connect with someone and partner with someone and be able to do go deep and have those hard conversations and stay in the game, stay in the connection, be willing to, to lean in and dive in, that's powerful. And so, you know, and as my relationship ended this, you know, the seven year relationship, it was like, Oh, wow, what are the lessons I need to learn? What was I what not willing to face? What traits do I need to own? What? Where am I just like him? Instead of blaming him for leaving the way that he did, and instead of seeing it as all negative, I got to have the opportunity to own my part. What's my part in it? What are the lessons I need to learn? What wounds haven't I healed? What, where do I need to dive deep into myself to understand how to love myself more and be better at creating win-win relationships? And it takes the foundational belief, the mindset belief that relationships are a spiritual journey. So if you're struggling in a relationship or you maybe you're not in one and you're scared of them, remember, if you treat relationships as a spiritual journey and you start to think that it's not about it's not about this a one-sided expectation of having everything be blissful when there's when there's problems and challenges how do you handle it how do you lean in how do you stay connected how do you love yourself i mean i could i could do i, I want to do a whole um online course or and or coaching in the relationship realm because to me it's one of the most powerful tools to evolve and expand your consciousness is in relationships so I, I think that they're highly valuable and i've learned so many beautiful lessons from my relationships. I have so much gratitude for my ex-partner, my ex-husband, all the people that I've gotten
gotten to relate to on that deep level. And I don't blame them for, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm great. I'm grateful. I, I'm grateful for the lessons that I've gotten to learn and I send them love and I don't, yeah, it's just, it's, I, I could say so many things here and I know I've been going for a long time, so I'm going to stop, but I want you to practice seeing relationships as a spiritual journey. And one action you can take in this area is to think, what are the top five lessons I've learned from my relationship challenges? Top five lessons I've learned from my relationship challenges. Go all the way back from when you were a kid, whatever first relationships, and I'm talking right now just specifically about intimate, physically intimate partnerships, like uh, partners, boyfriends, girlfriends, wives, husbands, spouses, those kind of things, like serious relationships you've had. Maybe you haven't had any. Look at the most significant ones that you've had and ask yourself, what are the top five lessons I've learned from relationship challenges? Because we tend to see challenges as sometimes negative in relationships instead of looking at the growth opportunities and thinking about what we can gain as as a, as a what we can understand about ourselves and about self love, which to me I look at that as being one with the grand organized design God and, and how all of us get to experience each other, experience expansion through our love of ourself and through our relationships. So those are big ones, and I could go much more into each of them. I so appreciate you being here. I really, every day when I journal, I'm grateful for my people. I'm grateful for getting to work with you. I'm grateful for getting to bring you, the, bring you these messages, these tools and these tips, these experiences. Um, everything I'm experiencing in building this business, helping people maximize their potential through optimizing themselves. And it, at the most woo-woo level, that's self-love really. Like I teach people how to master self-love so they can fulfill their vision because when you love yourself, you get to create a totally different level of life and business. You, you take care of yourself. You value your relationships. You want to make money because you know you deserve it. You want to do a job you love because you don't think being stressed out and unfulfilled is something that will manifest your, that, that will fulfill your vision. You know that you are a magnificent, amazing, incredible, awesome person and you deserve to create the life and business of your dreams and have magnificent things. So that's why I'm here. Thank you for listening. If you got something out of this, I'd love for you to screenshot Blast it out on the channels, hashtag NFA, tag me at NFA Coaching, all of them are NFA Coaching, and just share what you got out of this. Share a takeaway. Share one of your top lessons from 2019. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy when I get to connect with you in that way. Um, engagement to me keeps me juiced because this is why I do it. I don't just do it to talk to myself. I want to know how this is impacting you and how it's landing with you. Reviews, of course, are awesome. And just stay, stay here with me. Let's do this together. Let's create an incredible 2020 where we feel alive, where we thrive, where we manifest our vision, and where we're laying the foundation to create our big, lifelong dream, whatever that is for you. So hugs, high fives, you rock. I'll be back next week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Max Potential Habits Podcast. If you're liking what you've heard, it would be so incredibly awesome if you would subscribe to the channel and leave a five-star rating and a written review. This helps me help more people while we grow our NFA community so we can rock it out together. 
For Max Potential Habits resources, go to nfacoaching.com where you can access all of my resources. There's free eBooks, PDF checklists, a journal template, a business mindset meditation kit, and so much more. Plus links to NFA Coaching on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And if you're super serious about up-leveling, there's also a link to schedule a free consult to work with me in group or one-on-one coaching. Until next time, I hope you have a Max Potential Habits Day where you get inspired to do whatever it takes to transform into the most empowered version of yourself so you can lead a rich, thriving, kick-ass life and business.